Welcome to Biomarkers, an audio series that archives the oral history of organic geochemistry. I'm your host, Fatima Hussein, and I'm here today with my series co-creators and fellow organic geochemists, Angel Maharo and Juliana Drozd. For today's episode, we spoke with Dr. Cludie Grice, who's the John Curtin Distinguished Professor at Curtin University in Perth, Australia. At Curtin, Cleedy leads the Western Australia Organic and Isotope Geochemistry Center. We spoke with Cleedy at the 2019 International Meeting on Organic Geochemistry. I'm Cleedy Grice. Um, I actually work at Curtin University in Perth in Western Australia. I'll describe myself as um, an organic geochemist who studies a deep time particular molecules preserved um, in sediments from the greatest mass extinction events, the Big Five. The other aspects of what I study are also um, alpha projects are um, looking at molecules in exceptional soft tissue preservation in concretions and actually um, pulling out information about evolution and from organisms which are still present today, but also extinct organisms and looking at their environments under which they lived. And then the beta project type things are in the applied area, so like mineral and petroleum exploration, um, which uh, attracts industry and also is, is very important for society. We asked Cleedy about how she came into the field and how she got into organic geochemistry in the first place. I grew up in Yorkshire, in the Yorkshire Dales, um, on a hobby farm. And I guess my best subjects at school were chemistry, um, geology and art. And uh, I guess what probably um, comes out of that is uh, creating the ancient environments that um, I look at now. So it's kind of the tools and that I acquired them, but it was down to having really good school teachers and um, and mentors along the way. So I think those are the key aspects. I did want to be a vet um, or a zookeeper, <laughs> but I didn't end up doing that. So now um, I guess I look at remains of animals and plants. Um, so that's kind of cool. I did, um, I was a, a classic, sandwich degree where you uh, work in industry for a year so I did chemistry and then I worked in my third year for a pharmaceutical company doing GCMS and uh, ICPMS and NMR and learning lots of analytical tools but from that I realised that I probably wasn't going to work in industry but I might be more interested in doing research and there was an opportunity to do what was I thought was a really cool project was to look up biomarkers in some Tunisian oils for my project when I went back to university for my honours year, and that brought me into the into the area of organic geochemistry. So then I went on to do a PhD at the University of Bristol with James Maxwell. So we asked her, "What motivates you to get up each morning and to go to the lab?" I guess I love what I do. I'm passionate about what I do, so it's not it's not hard. It's it's just a natural passion, a curiosity, and interest. Um, so I like sharing 
the excitement of find, finding something new about evolution or molecules with the students and uh, people I work with. Um, so that's huge reward. Um, actually also mentoring uh, students and early career researchers to take their steps into their career and find their way. So I actually really enjoy the helping young people be inspired by doing great science. To follow up, we asked Cleedy to tell us about memorable moments in her career. I guess I really enjoyed going to Svalbard on a field trip to sample the largest extinction event, the Permian-Triassic boundary, and actually going out in the field with the with the geologists, Richard Twitchett is a geologist on that project then, and being a chemist, actually being exposed to um, doing field geology in a research level, although I did geology at high school. Um, so I find I just loved the adventure of going to the Arctic. I love going on field trips and travelling around different places. So I've been to the Pilbara and the, the Kimberleys. Um, yeah, so I just love that aspect. So, and the other thing which I always remember, which was a big, I guess a challenge, but also um, a, a very important moment from a personal point of view, but also a professional point of view, is um, with my colleague Roger Summons, um, we worked on the Permian Triassic extinction and uh, we had some great findings which went to the journal Science, but it got submitted the day I had my son <laughs> to Science. So I was, like, um, important for me from a personal point of view, but also from a professional point of view. And Roger was the one who submitted it on my behalf. So I think that was, you know, it's a, uh, that day was very important, for all, obviously, for many reasons. So that's pretty exciting to actually tell that story as well. <laughs> we also covered a topic really important for scientists at all stages in their careers, mentorship. I think in terms of uh, geochemistry, um, Roger is, is a huge role model for me. Um, I would also say James Maxwell. Um, I know that, that he's my PhD supervisor. Yep, singing a dumpsty. Um, I worked at the NEOS um, as a postdoc for three years before I moved to Perth, so that was pretty, pretty um, interesting from a scientific aspect because I could do basically what I like to do. So I actually worked on uh, several projects relating to sulfurisation of organic matter, but also I developed a new project myself and I was allowed to pursue that, which was looking at the fate of sterols in copper pods through her um, mesocosm experiments. So I actually did something quite different. And uh, I think it was really important to go and work in a, a different lab, a different group, the NEOS, um, to be exposed to other scientists and other, to see how other labs operate and learn something new and... Actually, it was a very good cultural experience as well because it's on an island in the North Sea and uh, you meet lots of international people and 
scientists um, and I got to travel quite a bit with uh, some of the students. I even went to Peru on an expedition through the Andes, so that was uh, quite exciting too. So I had lots of great opportunities there. Uh, in terms of in Perth, um, Bob Alexander, um, he, he was in petroleum geochemistry, but he introduced me to petroleum geochemistry at Perth. And I also had mentors like, um, just trying to think, uh, the late John DeLater, who's um, he's a mass spectrometry expert. Cludy helped innovate geochemical analyses in Australia through compound-specific isotope analysis. I was given the opportunity to introduce the first compound-specific isotope facility to an Australian university, so I actually was mentored to help um, put the grant in and also set up that facility for the first time in an Australian university. So that was a very important um, step along the way. And then I uh, had the um, fortunate um, opportunity to work with uh, Professor James, uh, Graham Farquhar um, at ANU on uh, looking at isotopic fractionations in modern plants. So that was another exciting field of research from looking at the delta D composition of, of um, plant waxes and hydrocarbons made by modern plants. And I guess what's really exciting with Western Australia is that we have such a great environment. We have the Shemadalites in Shark Bay. Um, we have the Pilbara. Um, we have great um, flora and fauna, and it's such nice weather as well. So it makes um, it's just exciting being outside and seeing the natural environment and... Yeah, I continue to do my um, hobbies like painting and mosaics and um, got lots of other interests as well, which is quite good. And as always, we have to ask our illustrious guests, what makes a good organic geochemist? I think to be open-minded um, about what opportunities there are and questions there are in terms of our discipline. I think there's such a wealth of information that we can obtain in terms of everything from archaeology through to deep time, through to climate change, to monitoring contaminants in the environment. So it's been open to interdisciplinary research and embracing that. And I think that there's rather than just being in a narrow area, is actually look around and hear what's going on and see the breadth of the discipline. Um, I think that's very important to, to be um, very holistic about the field. The other thing is to be um, technically, I think, um, with a good technical attitude so you know... Um, what what is required to obtain very difficult analysis uh, what's what is real what's um, contamination what is um, a problem so I think it's very important to be mindful of that and to work with great 
um, international colleagues actually to go out and meet people and talk to people about their science because they're really inspiring. They're really excited. It's such a close, friendly community that I would definitely encourage the young, younger generation to do those kind of things is be um, go and meet the great community that we have and to just go with your passion, go with what you really like doing because I think whatever you do as a career, you should really enjoy it and that makes it enjoyable for you, makes it enjoyable for other people and it's it's a great reward to be able to do good science. I think it's it's really in, um, important to build Actually, one thing that's really important is actually to look at your team and look at everybody's different uh, skills and have a diverse team with with different skills that so everybody has a contribution to the projects. And I think that makes such, you know, it makes uh, you, the team glue together really well. And I think that's really, really important to be successful is to have, to reward everyone who works around you and and appreciate their contributions a lot. Thanks so much for joining us today and a sincere thank you to Dr. Cleedy Grice for speaking with us and for sharing her incredible insights. And now for a special message. Hi, I'm Rich Pankos at the University of Bristol. Are you enjoying the Biomarkers podcast? Of course you are. Everyone's enjoying the Biomarkers podcast. I am, all my friends are, my little Geobacter friend is. If you want to keep up to date with all of the upcoming episodes, you can follow on all the usual suspects. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I certainly will. Next time, we'll speak with Dr. Chris Reddy at the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute. To tune in, go to summons.mit.edu backslash biomarkerspodcast. Biomarkers is produced in the Summons Lab at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology.